The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. As a small fat who is also white, pizza is a vegetable. Skinny privilege literally exists. I'm sharing my own lived experience. Sexy fishes. I'm perfectly healthy. Lazy little beach. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Testing, testing, test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 2500 and 97 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beard cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. Today's episode, the Beast Cast, is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everest and K2 Flexing on all you. Fucking Catalina One. It's the fucking Catalina One. It's the fucking Catalina One. All right, fam, what's going on? Happy Fef. It is Friday, June the 16th, and we have an amazing overtime exclusive segment for members that goes live right at the end of today's stream. It'll continue inside the Daily Soul Telegram chat. If you're not a member, now's the time to join SoulNormousX.com and get access to all the private live streams. We had an amazing roundtable last night, which is also available in Swole TV. So join and get access to all the programs, yoga, meditation, nutrition, and of course, all the exclusive content for members only. I am stoked for a brand new Drive Mall Gaining. It is going to be absolutely lit. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nothing futz. So drop in the comments. What are you smashing today? Hit the thumbs up button if you're watching on the YouTube or Rumble. And of course, uh, let's get today's party started. So without further ado, let's summon the Falcon and get today's nut busted wide open.
All right. Hashtag Fef, it's Fuck'em Friday. And I want you all to drop in the comments, what are you doing to celebrate Fef? I wanted to Fef the next property over. There woke up this morning. Woke up this morning, had the puppers all over, and it was nice morning snuggles. And then I go outside, hear some music. I'm like, oh, maybe they're having an event. I go outside, there's bounce houses and all this stuff, and they're blasting Taylor Swift, and I am not a fan. I am not a fan. The last thing I want to hear first thing in the morning is shake it off, blasting when I'm trying to enter my piece. I was going back to all the machines and to tend my flock, and all I heard was that ear-raping. Misery, misery. I come, <laughs> I come inside and I told Mama Solio, I said, I am living my nightmare. And I told her and she goes, oh, Pinkston, I, like Church and I were just uh, singing along to it. <laughs> so she was in here singing along. I'm outside hating my life. <laughs> oh my God, it was bad. But hopefully it will end soon. Hopefully it will end soon. I would like to feff every single piece of DNA and chromosome over there. And that music can disappear from the face of the earth. That being said, let's get into that tip. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Miserable, miserable, miserable. All right. Well, let's get into some SwoleFam posts. Before we do, I just want to remind you all, it is episode 2597. And you know what that means. That means in just three days, we have... P3S7 releasing. So that does that mean? Oh, that means it's on Monday during our accountability meeting. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. So that means on Monday, you'll have 24 hours to purchase P3S7, and it will be available on the website, swolnormousx.com slash signature. Swolnormousx.com slash signature. It's available for 24 hours only, and it's a mystery design. So you will be getting that. Uh, you'll be getting that shortly and we're sending out all the cards. A bunch of you will be getting P3S6 cards and the P3S7 cards. We're doing a big old batch. So that's going to be fire. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. If you liked P3S6, you are even more so going to love P3S7. I'm very excited. So that's on Monday and uh, we'll be talking all about that during the accountability meeting as we usually do 12 noon Eastern time. But let's get into the first Swolfam post. We got one from Megan. What's in the box? And Megan says, what's going on, fam? I'm a big fan and I'm ready to get my shit together and make these sick fucking gains. I added the sick part. Uh, thanks, Papa Solio, for making this great community. Hashtag swole slut. You are very Yow. welcome. Yow. You are very welcome. Because welcome to the fam, Megan. And that's Megan with an A. Megan. Megan. Congratulations on joining the fam. We are stoked to have you. Super awesome. Uh, we got one from Sam. So we had Megan with an A. Or two A's, and we have Sam with two M's. You guys are just adding fucking vowels and consonants like it ain't no thing. That's expensive. These are some expensive names. Like, can I buy a vowel? Can I buy a consonant? It's these things are pricey. These things are pricey. Someone named you Sam. I was like, yeah, let's just add another one. Let's put another M. The fuck? Why not? Good evening, Swole Fam. After a long time of taking care of some personal things, I've decided to come back to my family. Unfortunately, in my absence, I put weight back on due to poor nutrition and being back in the mainstream diet mindset. 
I've started back eating animal-based as well as going back to the gym, and God, have I missed it. The big question to get back into the swing of things is how much of what should I be eating for weight loss? Any help would be great. Sam, you need to get your fucking habits in order. Welcome back to the fam. But how much of what should I be eating? I'm not sure what you're saying. Like how much you, you should be focusing on quality foods. I would not even do too much fruit. I would focus on protein and fat and maybe sprinkle in a little bit of fruit earlier in the day, get quality sleep, do some restricted time eating, maybe eating only for four hours or six hours out of the day. You got to get your habits in order. Don't even worry about how much you're eating. I mean, you ate like shit. You weren't training. You got to just get your fundamental habits in order. Don't worry about the nitty gritty. Get on a good, consistent basis. Get rid of all that shit in your house. Literally cut everything out. Throw it out. If you have cookies or chips, get rid of it. Anything in fucking cans, just get rid of all that shit. Gut your fridge, gut your cabinets. Make sure none of that is in your environment. You got to get your shit in order. All right. Don't worry about the counting. Don't worry about the amount just now. Focus on the protein and fat first, and then you can fill in with some light carbs and stuff, but just keep that earlier in the day, my recommendation. Good stuff. Welcome back, Sam, with two M's. All right, let's get into a couple email responses. If you're not on the email list, get on it. Make email swollegain.com. Put that link in the description as well. And the show notes, make email swollegain.com. Let's get into the first response. And this email... Let's see. This is the, are you taking action email? So this one's from Riley and Riley says, Hey, Papa Swole, you'll love the emails. Got it right. As I'm leaving the fucking gym today, I hit chest and quads, chest and quads in the same day. My goodness. That's inconceivable. I can't imagine doing anything after chest. And I certainly can't imagine doing anything after quads, uh, plan to do yoga today as well. I will be lifting I'll be heavy lifting two more times this week, plus some active recovery workouts in between. We'll have yoga as well two more times this week, and we'll be cold plunging every day. Thank you very much for the encouragement, and go to the fucking gym, Riley. (laughs) And we have another response to the Are You Taking Action email from Serge. Um, Serge writes, these daily mails really motivate the fuck out of me. Just this morning, went for a two-hour bike ride and had a healthy lunch afterwards. Keep doing what you do, brother. Thank you, sir. Thanks for the response. Just remember, if you're getting these emails, make sure you respond. Some of the, Sometimes the emails actually say, hey, respond to this email. What are you smashing today? What's your nutrition like? What have you done? But you're always welcome to respond, and we're happy to share a couple of them uh, for the podcast. So very excited. Very excited. Love those responses. Ooh, Ariel, um, or Ariel, or Ariel, Fef first live stream. Fuck yeah. Welcome to the fam. Yow, yow. Drop some cherries. That's right. Anyone else drop some cherries in the comments if it's your first one. Sometimes we have some members that act like they got, uh, they got rejuvenation and they're like, well, it feels like a, you'll feel like a virgin every time you come to the show just because the knowledge cock keeps growing. So you're always getting stretched out. But, you know, a lot of times people. Just want to pretend. They pretend like it's their first time. <laughs> we know. We're like, you guys, are, you're a swole slut. It's not your first time. Welcome, welcome. All right, let's get some questions. If you have a question, drop in the comments. Hashtag ask Papa Swolio. If you do have a question, happy to get into it. Uh, Connor, Papa Swolio, I'm officially up 17 pounds since starting working out. Holy shit, been eating big, bro. I'm looking and feeling a lot better, and I've visibly gained a lot of muscle. I'm so hyped. Good for you, bro. Good for you. Yow. 
Yow. I remember those newbie gains. Newbie gains. You only get newbie gains once. So just stay consistent. Just understand, you know, it's not going to go at that pace forever, but just keep your head down and keep pushing yourself. Good for you. I remember those first initial results when I started training. It's fucking awesome. Good for you. We got a question here from Joe Spinner Lifts. Papa Swole, I'm hitting my lats with heavy rows three times a week, but not getting wider. What to do? You're training too frequently. You're not recovering in time and you're not training as hard as you can because you're training them three times a week. You can't put full intensity three times a week with the same body part. That's for sure. Maybe once a week. You really can't. You really can't. Anyone that thinks if anyone's training the same body part without enough recovery, you're just not. You're not training hard enough when you are training. You're just not giving yourself enough time to recover. Hitting your lats with heavy rows. One, another thing, you're not really getting your lats with heavy rows. So if you want to hit your lats primarily, you need to do some sort of pull down a high row. So you need to do a high row. I would recommend a high row machine. You could also do an underhanded pull down, but you have to lean back a little bit. Your arm, that angle should be about here. Okay, anything higher is going to hit more terrace major. If you go too high, it's not really going to hit your lats so much. So you need to do something like an, a high row movement. So if you're doing rows, you're not really going to be hitting your lats. You're going to get a lot more rhomboids, middle trap. You'll hit your lats too, but you're not getting the full stretch if you're doing a regular uh, horizontal row or a low row. You're not getting the full length and the full breadth of the lats. So a pullover, a high row, an underhand like high row, those things are excellent for ring pull-ups are good because you get that underhand and you get that angle. Great for, for lats as well. And understand if you're trying to hit the lats, anytime you go past like your arm to pinch all the way back, if you're pinching, you're not getting your lats anymore. So really coming down towards like the midline of your body, if you're really trying to isolate your lats, make sure you're doing a movement that's really targeting your lats. So one, you shouldn't be doing rows three times a week. You're not giving yourself enough chance to recover and you're not going intense enough because you're doing them three times a week. So you're beating up a muscle that's already beaten up and you're not also targeting it. So that's why you're not hitting your lats. That's why you're not getting your your lats uh, developed. <clears throat> Tiff, the way Papa casually says getting stretched by the knowledge cock. Yeah, it's just, it's just factual. I'm just listing facts here. Uh, Steffi says, what is the best way to silence a woman? When you find out, let me know. What is the best move to I got something else for you. Uh, speaking of which, Steffi. Shut up, bitch! That's probably the best way. Cerny's over there like, yeah, my favorite. That's Cerny's soundboard. Uh, Michelle, anyone else checking to see if the, the eggplant is dancing? It's dancing. It's dancing. I'm surprised a lot of you don't. I guess if you're watching on your phone or something, you don't notice that the little knowledge cock... Uh, I got to point the right direction. Wait. He's dancing. Yeah. It's always moving. Okay. Let's get into some more questions. If you do have another question, let's see. Amanda. Um, Amanda. Let's see. Papa Swolio. You were right. I just got a brand new fresh watermelon yesterday and it actually is amazing. I'm sorry for putting you in the Swole fam through so much distress and I backtrack on everything that I said. You guys are awesome. Love the Swole fam. Well, thank you, Amanda. That's awesome. Good for you. Great comment. All right. Let's see. Let's get to the next question. I'm just kidding. 
I hope to read that someday. Uh, Papa Solio, follow up on prone press, got a bench today and those were killer. Should I be pressing linear to the top of my head with my head down or linear to my eyesight with my head up? If you're on an incline, all right, the higher the incline, the easier it's going to be. It's going to become more and more of just an anterior deltoid press. So what I would recommend is you want to start with very lightweight, maybe two and a half pounds, maybe three pounds, something light. Start with a high incline. You can also hold your wrist neutral. You don't have to be palms down, but the whole point is you want to be pushing out. If you go too much to the front, you're going to have a hard time. You kind of want to push out like a Y. So probably pushing out a little bit wider than shoulder width. Uh, keep your head down, keep your chin tucked in, push your tongue to the roof of your mouth so you get that retraction. So you want to be like probably nose grazing the bench, depends on how long the top of the bench is. Your head might be coming off the sides or the top. But keep your chin tucked in. You want you don't want your head cervically extended. Yeah, fresh braid. Got the fresh braid actually yesterday. So I'm glad the I'm glad the braid maintained. Grizzly says the hazing of Amanda is officially over. Um, interesting for you to say, Mark, but it's not your call. Oh, hi, Mark. It's not your call, Mark. It's not Loud your call. Noises! It's done when I say it's done. Are we done? Are we done hazing Amanda? I don't think so. I don't think so. I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. It'll come and go. It'll come and go like the tides. Like an eclipse will just all of a sudden fucking hit again. You think it's over? And it's not. All right. My name is Diraj. The name is Diraj. I can't see results on my legs. What to do? Can't really answer this question. But chances are you're not eating properly, resting or recovering properly, or training it properly. Otherwise, you would get results, right? Training legs is hard. And again, people have this misconception and you see this on Instagram and stuff a lot. Like ladies are like, here's a sample workout of my glutes, my three times per week glute workouts. Why are you training glutes three times a fucking week? If you're training a body part multiple times a week, chances are you are not training it intensely enough and you're not giving enough recovery. So yes, you can adapt and yes, you can get some size temporarily based on just chronic inflammation. But if you're training a body part multiple times a week, very specifically, certain muscles and certain body parts might benefit from more frequent training. But if you're doing larger muscle groups, it's just probably not smart. It's probably not smart. You're probably not recovering enough. So a lot of people don't train their legs intensely enough and they don't give themselves enough recovery. So you need to train hard. Remember, you need to create a stimulus that's going to require your body to grow. And if you're just doing a lot of volume with weights and you're not progressing, Strength is a, a great sign that you're not progressing. If you're not increasing in repetitions or you're not increasing the weights, you're not increasing in strength and you're not going to be increasing in muscle size. So it's important to understand that if you're training intensely enough, you need to recover sufficiently between a subsequent workout. So just be mindful of that. And a lot of people just simply don't train intensely enough. So the problem is you're training Submaximal, you're not pushing yourself to failure, you're not training hard enough, and you're training more frequently. So you're not creating the necessary stimulus, you're just creating damage. It's junk volume. You're creating a lot of junk volume where you're putting yourself through sub-failure sets and you're doing it more frequently. So you're not really allowing yourself recovery and you're just doing a lot of volume. And it doesn't mean that you can't build muscle. You can build muscle doing a lot of things. You could build muscle doing more volume, 
but this is why you hear so many people burning out and they hit plateaus and they get they 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 get injured or they're not seeing progress. If you're not seeing progress, you need to mix things up. And if you're not seeing progress, chances are you're not training hard enough and you're not recovering enough. So a lot of times people just keep on trying to beat their head against the wall. They get frustrated that they're not seeing progress, but they don't change what they're doing. So if you find yourself not making progress and not building sufficiently, or you're not growing or getting stronger, it's because of your stimulus that you're providing and the recovery as a result of that stimulus, plus the nutrition, plus the sleep, plus all those other things. Amanda says, I wish I could, but I don't think so. I tried a bite last night and I gagged because the juice sent a seed down my throat. Did you say that? I gagged because the juice sent a seed down my throat. Okay. Which your biggest tickers hears of this. That's what she said. The juice sent a seed down my throat. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Pancha Arieta. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Papa Swolio, how do you lift heavy weight without damage? I feel like we did this one before. You don't. You don't lift heavy weight without damage. You want to create damage, but you don't want to create excessive damage. You want to create a stimulus. You want to subject your body to a stimulus. So what I think you might, this might be a language barrier. How do you lift heavy weight without injury? You prepare properly. You progressively overload. You subject your body to a weight that you can control. You don't use momentum with your reps. You don't, you know, sacrifice quality form and you don't do too much volume. So you train intensely and everyone can train intensely. Everyone can train intensely. It's just going to be relative to where you're at. So you, everyone can push themselves. If you've been familiar with the gym, you could push yourself to failure, but someone might be pushing themselves to failure with 10 pounds while someone else might be using 45 pounds. The question is how much extra volume are you doing? How much are you subjecting your body to it? If you're doing it properly, your muscles and your, you know, can handle it as you get more, a, a, as you build up that capacity, you know, a brand new person, in the gym shouldn't be pushing to absolute failure, but as you get more experience and as you master that form and as you master the coordination and the ability to maintain that proper joint alignment and execute the exercise with mastery, you can push yourself harder and harder. So the damage is going to happen, but it's really what you're doing in the gym and understand people want to build muscle. So they go to the gym to build muscle. What you're doing in the gym is not building muscle. What you're doing in the gym is subjecting your body to a stress and a stimulus. It's only a stimulus or it's only an effective stimulus. If you are subjecting your body to a stress that it's not used to. And what your that that stress that your body is not used to might be instead of doing 60 pounds, you did 65. Instead of doing, let's say you did 60 for five reps last time, and this time you did 60 for seven reps. That's an additional stress. Your body has not experienced that weight with that amount, that amount of reps. Or you did a, um, a a pause and you did a couple negatives, or you did some isometrics, or you did a couple partial, you did some partial reps to completely destroy or you did a drop set, you need to create a stress. And if you're not creating a sufficient stimulus, then your body's not going to grow to adapt to it outside the gym. So in the gym, you are subjecting it to a stressful environment, but then the building, the building of the strength, the repairing of the muscle happens during the recovery. 
All right, Connor, when should I up my weights on my freeway bicep curls? I used to do 25, then I upped to 30, and 30s are just now starting to become comfortable and easier. Is it time to go to 35s? Yeah, you should be getting, you should be aiming for like five to 10 repetitions. I'm not a big fan of doing, hey, six reps. Anytime you have a rep range is a good idea because if you have a set number of reps, a lot of times psychologically, you'll start getting fatigued. You're like, you're trying to get to 10, and all of a sudden it starts burning at eight, nine, and you stop at 10. A good range is a, a range is an idea, a good idea. And that's why everything inside in terms of the programs are like six to 10 or six to 12, because you, in other words, five to 10 reps means you're going fucking heavy. You might get nine, you might get five, but you're picking a weight. That's going to probably hit you failure somewhere in that range. And then like partial reps or assisted reps or forced reps or negatives can be a, a benefit. So if you're getting, I don't know how many reps you're getting with 30 with thirties, if you're doing good form, but if you're recovering properly between, between workouts continuously go heavier. And if you're getting seven, eight, nine reps, like go up, go up. Remember you're getting a lot of strength gains. When you first start lifting, you're going to get a lot more strength gains before you get size gains. But just make sure if you start plateauing, you start tapering off you're you might be doing too much volume or you might not, and, 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 or you might not be recovering enough between workouts. So you should be making pretty consistent progress. It's not necessarily going to be linear. You might not go up in weight or strength every single workout, but that's a warning sign. If you're just kind of hitting a wall, you might need to adjust your training. You might not be recovering enough between workouts. Dory, can I do a three-day split twice a week? How, what do you mean? Or just keep it at three days? I'm not sure what you mean. Like train six days or train three days? That's a huge difference. That's a massive increase in volume and frequency. So I'm not sure exactly what you mean. If you can clarify, I appreciate it. Uh, Connor says, I used to do three sets of 10, but I can do three sets of 15 now. I think it's too many reps. I think you should be increasing the weight and dropping the repetition scheme. So I would aim for like five to 10 or six to 10 repetitions. Absolutely. Go up to 35s. Or go up in weight. It's all about pushing yourself to failure. Just make sure you're not sacrificing form. It's very easy to let your ego get in the way of what you can actually do. Jovan Buttigieg. <laughs> do you weigh your food or count your macros? I personally don't. I did like 20, not 20, like 15 years ago. I haven't in a long time. Long time. Gorabs Krije. 22 RE. Give me some motivation for success. Uh, go to the fucking gym. Adam Adam, is assisted pull-ups a good way to get to doing it myself? I would recommend looking at the pull-up masterclass. I would look into doing. I'm not a big fan of assisted. Bands can be decent, but you're much better off if you're using bands that can help you do negatives. Look into doing negatives. Negatives are fantastic to get your first pull-up. Uh, let's see. Ivan Bassani, Papa Solia, what happens if I go to the gym but eat a vegan steak? One, there is no such thing as a vegan steak. I mean, your steak is vegan because cows eat grass and shit. Um, I don't know. what If you go to the gym and then eat a vegan steak, which doesn't exist, you're probably going to go watch your girlfriend fuck another man later that night. So it's probably that. 
goddamn fucking vegan cucks. All right. That's probably what will happen. I got out of, that got out of hand fast. Rye guy 44 possibly recommendations for exercises that improve ankle flexibility and mobility. Uh, toe lifts, toe raises, anterior tibialis work. You can lean back against a, a wall and do toe lifts. That's fantastic. Also working on that full stretch. When people do calf raises, a lot of times they do the holds at the top. They don't do holds at the bottom. So you're, it's excellent to do um, you know, all the way down when you're doing soleus work, where you're doing gastroc work, standing or seated calf raises, allowing your heels to drop and really holding that stretch for about three to five seconds every rep. That's fantastic. Yoga is amazing. You can sit on pointed toes or dorsiflex toes, so really mobilizing the feet. I would recommend, you know, rolling your feet out with a lacrosse ball or a tennis ball that way uh, and practicing yoga because you're doing it barefoot. You're going to get a lot of dexterity in your feet, in your ankle complex. So that's what I would recommend is activating the muscles on the front of your shin Enter tibialis work. You can get one of those tib blasters. Those are very popular. You can find them on Amazon now too. But you could just do toe lifts, leaning back against the wall. And of course, uh, it's really good to get into like deep yogi squats and ash to grass lunges and things of that nature that will help loosen up and create a better strength profile around the ankle. So a lot of people will just stretch their calves, but they're going to get tight again because people are wearing sneakers and heels and elevated shoes that tighten the Achilles tendon. So what you need to do is create a better strength profile. You need to create strength, a better balance of strength on the front of the ankle and the back of the ankle and on the inside outside. So tit blaster, tib blaster, not a tit blaster. Jesus Christ. Everyone's got dick on the brain. Because dickers. Yeah. Stupid questions get stupid prizes. Johnny, any recommendations to increase range of motion for squats? I can hit slightly below parallel, but can't go ass to grass. Elevate your heels. You need more ankle mobility and hip mobility. You don't necessarily need to go ass to grass. Everyone's going to be different, but you should definitely be able to go below parallel. And I would recommend doing reverse sled work, strengthening your hip flexors also, strengthening your hip flexors with um, knee raises and leg lifts. You could use like one of those, um, the monkey feet. You could also use a kettlebell or use a cable machine or ankle weight to strengthen your hip flexors. You can also uh, do things like Jefferson curls, yogi squats, but elevating your heels will allow you to get deeper into a squat and stay more upright. So I'd recommend in the meantime, you can use a slant board or use wedges or plates under your heels. Adam, Adam, I thought ass to grass was bad for you. You'll be in a walker by 40. You thought that or you're telling me it's definitely not bad for you. Your body should be able to easily squat ass to grass. Look at native tribes. They sit around a campfire for hours just in a deep squat. The West is so fucked. We're so fucked when it comes to health. We're so fucked. Most people are sick and dying, getting pumped full of all sorts of drugs, eating garbage food, barely moving. Astagrass is absolutely not dangerous. Anytime you add load, for example, every time you add load, so astagrass 
is dangerous for someone who has terrible mobility. If you're unable to do that with good form and you add weight to it, yeah, it's not good. So you shouldn't be adding load to poor structural alignment and poor posture, dynamic posture. If you have no mobility and you're adding weight to it, like, oh, you can't even touch your toes, but then you're putting like weight in someone's hands that they're stretching, of course you're going to get hurt. All right, let's see. Zeta boy, Zeta boy, 007. Any tips for keeping your motivation? More like beta boy. Oh, get it. All right, fine. Yeah, tip for keeping motivation is ignoring its existence. It, motivation doesn't exist. It just means like, hey, I feel like doing something. I'm in a good mood today. Don't worry about it. Ignore it. Do what you need to do, and that's all that matters. Are you doing what you need to do? You want to build muscle? You want to build muscle? Then you need to lift heavy weights. But I'm not motivated. It doesn't, right? The motivation doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you feel like doing something. What do you need to do and then do it? You need to eat properly. You need to cut out garbage food. You need to get quality sleep. You need to train hard. Do those things. You want to build muscle, but you're going to go running five miles a day? Well, you're not going to build muscle. So do what you need to do. Motivation does not matter. Ariel, Papa Solia, what is proper form for good mornings? And is it normal to feel a slight pinch in the lower back when driving the hips back? No, you don't want to feel any discomfort like that. There's pain and there's like, ooh, a good stretch and, you know, blah, blah. You might have just very weak uh, spinal erectors, weak hip flexors, so you're not able to get into that anterior tilt properly. So I would look more into yoga. I would do maybe more, uh, you could do seated good mornings too. That might be a better position to get started with. Uh, don't go any further than you can with good form. Strengthen your hip flexors. Maybe also doing things like back extensions on a 45 degree hyper can be beneficial. Jefferson curls are great. Yoga. You shouldn't feel any pinching in your lower back. It's probably just tension or tightness in your QL or your spinal rectors and Weakness in your hip flexors too. I'd have to see your form, but you should be able to keep your back flat if it's rounding. Just don't go that far then. You might just be getting to a rounded position, going too far because of mobility limitations. You can still do good mornings. Just stop. Just, you're going to have to stop earlier. Just go very light. You just might be stopping a lot earlier than you think. If you get a video of you from the side, you might be flexing your your lower back more than you think you are. Okay, let's see. Uh, Nancy from the Telegram chat. Papa, I'm doing all the ankle, knee, and hip mobility exercises, but my IT band is still messing me up. It's super tight post-knee replacement. IT bands don't get loose. IT band is just fascial connective tissue, so they're always, quote, tight. It's the muscles that are attaching onto it. Uh, I do yin for hips religiously. Do you have any other ideas for releasing my tight IT bands? Yeah, they're not going to release. You could pull a tractor trailer with your IT band. It's just dense connective fascial tissue. So... Continue to practice uh, the mobility. And remember, it's not just stretching. That's not going to lengthen. You need to be creating strength on all sides of the joint. So it could be lateral tube walking. It could be adductor work. Um, it could be, right, like the pigeon. You could do resisted uh, pigeon pose on an inclined bench. So you're actually mobilizing that area. That's a really good position. Uh, you put your your knee up on an inclined bench and you're literally doing repetitions 
from that externally rotated position. It won't let me bend my knee past 95 degrees. You mean you can't bend your knee like you can't do a full curl? Yeah, I mean, it, the muscles around it, you probably still have weakness around those muscles. I'd have to see what your, what your, I'd have to see it. It's really hard to answer some of these questions with just verbal explanations. And when you say, I'm doing all the, like, I don't know what your scheduling is. I don't know how long this has been. I don't know what you're actually doing. I don't know what those exercises that you're doing are and how well you're doing them, how long it's been. So a lot of times limitations, you had knee replacement. So you have a whole different, I mean, I'm not, I might not even, I might not even be able to, I might, might not, you post a video. I might not even see it. We just get a lot of comments and stuff, but just post it, post a video. You have a knee replacement. So you have artificial body parts. So you might have permanent limitations depending. Um, did you do therapy? Did you, is there anything that they told you to do with your individual situation? But a lot of it is strengthening. A lot of it is strengthening all aspects of the joint. So internal rotation, external rotation. It just takes a lot of time for one thing. It takes a lot of time even if you don't have a knee replacement. Uh, Adam, is it fairly normal to have a click in my kneecap? Yeah, it could be gas. It could be like a tendon or a ligament. If there's no pain, it's usually no problem. Usually when there's no pain, there's no problem. Some people, like my joints sometimes click or snap. There's no pain. I've just been doing that my whole life. So usually, usually no pain, no problem. Usually. Papa Solio, I do shoulders and chest. Oops back and biceps and legs, shoulders and chest, back and biceps and legs. Are these all different days? Can I do those twice a week instead of once every other day or is it too much? Uh, if you're doing, then you're training, then you're lifting six days a week. You're not giving yourself enough time to recover. Remember as your muscles and all their connective tissue develop, your central nervous system is still getting overloaded with the resistance. So you might want to change up your split into a four day split but you need to give yourself sufficient recovery between subsequent workouts. And also you don't have to repeat on a seven day cycle. It's not like on Monday, all of a sudden everything gets etch a sketch erased. So you can do it on a 10 day split if you want and just give yourself more recovery when you need to. But if you don't find yourself making progress or you're not training hard enough, that's a reason like increasing frequency is not the answer. It's the increase in intensity because if you increase the intensity sufficiently, you need the recovery before you can hit that body part again intensely. And it depends on what your goals are, but it's very hard to push yourself to that level. So, you know, if you're not training intensely enough and you're giving yourself too much recovery, then you're not creating the proper stimulus and you're not going to make progress either. So it's very important if you're training, uh, depending on what your frequency is, you need to train, you need to create that stimulus required. And it can look different for different people, but you need to create the stimulus required for your body to trigger that growth mechanism. And then if you're not recovering enough between the subsequent workout, then you're not going to grow sufficiently. So it's important to create that stimulus, whatever that is. If you're new to training, pretty much anything's creating that stimulus. But as you get more advanced, uh, you need to create a much higher stimulus, a much greater threshold of a stimulus, and it's much more taxing on the body. So you can give yourself more recovery as you get more advanced.
you'll know this if you're not making progress. A lot of people just go to the gym and they just beat themselves up. They do a lot of junk volume and they're not increasing in muscle size or strength because they're not actually measuring it. They're just going, getting a pump and they're looking in the mirror and like, oh, I feel good, but they're not really making progress. So are you actually making progress? Elevated pigeon on a bench is great. There's a lot of great ways to create resistance. So you're getting that increased range of motion. Um, back to Nancy's question. You're, you're working on that range of motion under resistance. So you're strengthening the ligaments and the tendons in a big way. Nunuham, Papa Soy, do you think white rice is okay for a carb? Uh, everyone's going to be a little bit different. I'd be mindful with how much you consume. I don't think if you're going to have some, I would just keep it on the lower end. I haven't had white rice in a while. I feel better without it. I feel better without, I just, I just do fruit. And plus I have some carbs from the raw dairy that I consume, but everyone's going to be a little bit different. I might phase back into it and test it out again, but it could be, it, it, it can be decent. That or sweet potatoes, it's gonna be, just got to be careful with those excessive starch intake and stuff like that. Everyone's different when it comes to their blood sugar and how their body digests and reacts. Because one of the things that people do is when they're training, they want to feel sore and they want to feel like real like macro sore. So again, what's important is that, excuse me, What's important is that you're not creating damage that your body does not need. So again, the stimulus, you want to, you want your body to build muscle and to get stronger. You want to create a stimulus. So your body says, Hey, we need to be able to handle this amount of weight and resistance next time. If you're just doing a lot of repetitions and movement, you're going to be sore as fuck, but chasing soreness is not a good idea because chasing soreness, that's a lot of fatigue on your central nervous system. It's a lot of damage and breakdown your body. In other words, it's much more work to fill in. If you dig a 10-foot hole, it takes a lot more work than when you're digging, let's say, a one-foot hole. So what you want to do is, let's say, any kind of hole in the ground is that stimulus. It's much better to create a one-foot hole so you could fill it in much more effectively and then be ready to dig it again rather than dig a 10-foot hole. And it's going to take you days and days and days of filling it in before you can hit it again. So a lot of what people do is they do a lot of extra volume they might create the proper stimulus, but they do a lot more sets at sub-max, just creating damage, just going through the motion. They get a pump and stuff like that, and they get a lot of swelling and inflammation from just doing a lot of movement, but that movement doesn't match. That movement is unrequired because the stimulus was already created. So again, you want to increase the reps or you want to increase the, the weight. The intensity has to be high. It's very important, very important to create that stimulus. Create the stimulus and then recover. And it's hard to give people an exact, well, do this because everyone's different. And a lot of times people think that they're training intensely, but they're really not. It's the same thing that when people say, oh, well, Papa Soy, I'm eating healthy. I'm eating clean. Then they tell me what they eat and it's garbage. So a lot of people say that they're training hard or they think they train intensely or they think they're training to failure but then if they came they trained with me they'd realize they're not even training close to failure so it's really 
that subjective, that perception of what you're doing, you have to get outside your own ego. You have to stop thinking just because you're trying how like the effort of your attempt, like, Hey, I'm trying hard. What does that even mean? That's your subjective opinion of what you're doing. Okay. It doesn't matter what you think you're doing. It doesn't matter how you feel about what you're doing. What matters is what you're actually doing. And that's a humbling thought. So you have to objectively, and this is why it's good to track your workouts. This is why we have all the worksheets for the programs. This is why it's important to address and to know, hey, this is what I did last time for my workouts. If my strength is much lower, there's a reason for that. You didn't recover enough from your last session. That's why you're not as strong. That's why your workout wasn't sufficient. Otherwise, your weights would have gone up. You would have had at least matched it. You're not recovering enough from your last workout. That's it. But if you're not making progress, it's really about what you're objectively subjecting your body to. Like what's actually happening. It doesn't really matter what you feel is happening. It doesn't matter if you think you're training hard. It doesn't matter if you think you're training hard. Are you training hard? And it's not even if you're training hard. Are you training hard enough? Is your intensity sufficient? And if it is, you're going to be building muscle. And you're going to be getting stronger. It's going to show. And if you're recovering properly, if you're doing things properly, you're going to be making progress. Vision. Watching TikTok is better than working out. Well, enjoy your diabetes and your soy burger. I don't think it's better than working out. Adam, if you were going bald, would you get a hair transplant or embrace it? I'd shave my head. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Amelia, how does it how does it feel to be so fucking awesome? Well, that's a good question. How does it feel? Am I, am I fucking awesome? I, I think you're fucking awesome. I think the entire Swole fam, I think all of you are awesome. Go be awesome today. Speaking of which, let's go balls deep. <laughs> That's deep. Ah, you guys are all awesome. Watching TikTok will give you muscles naturally. Okay. Are you nine? If you think so. If you think so. All right, let's see here. Uh, Reminder, let's see. Oh, we got overtime coming up. Oh, yeah, we got a hustle. We got overtime coming up in just a few minutes. Fam, if you're not a member, join us, swollenormousx.com, because we have an amazing overtime segment going live. We got a brand new drive, Mulganing. We'll get that going in just a few moments. So get ready for that. And let's get into a couple videos. We'll see what we actually get into, because we got some... We got a bunch of other stuff to get into. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Anything short? Oh, God. Her again? Oh, Jesus Christ. Hopefully none of you have eaten. Oh, my God. Um, Pick a number. One, two, three, four, or five. One through five. Pick a number. Pick a number. What's in the box? Let's get a little, let's get a little tainty man here first. Oh, look at him and the church. Everyone is here. One through five. 
one through five. Yeah, if you guys are tired of seeing the trolling, it's all right. I don't mind people having their opinions, but if you're going to say stupid shit, just block them. We got some moderators in the chat. If you're just saying stupid shit, go to the fucking gym. Let's see. Loretta says number five. I think that's going to be a terrible choice. Number five. All right. Terrible. Terrible idea. What's in the box? This video is titled, Would You Want to Be 150 Pounds Lighter? Well, if you're 150 pounds over, you... You should. Someone recently commented asking if I could wake up tomorrow Oof. and be 150 pounds lighter, healthily, would I? And my answer to that is no. Of course not. You lose all your followers. The grift is real. My God, look at your hand. That looks like a drumstick. And that's because fat phobia as a system of oppression controls all people of all sizes. It doesn't. Because thinness under fat phobia doesn't really have a physical look. Meaning... Uh, what? No matter how thin you get, you're never really going to, like, satisfy the beast that is fat phobia. What are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? What we're saying is, if you have 200 pounds of extra human on you, you're going to have major health complications you already do you look like you're about to explode so if you have 150 pounds to lose my god lose the fuck out of it that's why you'll see even the thinnest people get called fat as an insult even though it's like the farthest thing from the truth it doesn't happen because while only some of us may be fat a fear of fatness is forever that doesn't make sense Fear of fatness is what unites us. No, it doesn't. Nothing is uniting us because you aren't using your brain cells. Um, you just don't want to go to the gym and you don't want to stop eating cake. So you're pretending everyone has this fear of fatness. Uh, you just have a fear of taking care of yourself. I don't fear fat because... It's not a concern. I just take care of myself and voila, not morbidly obese. Shocker. And it's what controls us. And it's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to break us all free from. Oh, yeah. Because break us free. fat is not something to be afraid of. Break us free. And not fear of fatness oh. will only exist as long as systemic fat phobia exists. As oh. long as it is harder to exist as a fat person because you don't have access to the same things that thin people do. You do. It's, you don't have access to doorways because you can't get through them. Is that what you're saying? What access don't you have? Look, oh, this is so dumb. Let's you go. don't have access to medical care. You do. You do get paid less. You are Who gets paid less? Why? Because you take more. Are those stats based on all the sick days because morbidly obese people are less healthy? So you don't work as much or as effectively. Look, I mean, personally, I would, I wouldn't do business. I wouldn't hire someone that's morbidly obese. Why would I? They don't have discipline. They don't take care of themselves objectively. Why would I, why would I hire someone that's fucking like that has terrible habits? not treated equitably you are treated like literally shit all the time this is a projection that's not true it's also not true you're treating yourself like shit you don't feel proud of yourself you don't love yourself so you're projecting those insecurities onto other people 
but that's not because being fat is inherently bad. It, it is. It's very unhealthy and you're trashing your body. You have terrible habits. So it is essentially, it's bad. It's bad for health. It's bad habit-wise, discipline-wise. It reflects your lack of giving a fuck about your wellness. Because of fat phobia. It's and not if we would just all work together to dismantle it. The boogeyman. We'd all be free from this, like, controlling hand oh my that God. lives above all of us. <laughs> and if I woke up tomorrow, 150 pounds later, I'd still be living under this hand Jesus that's, like, Christ. controlling me. What is that? So I guess my real answer is I, I don't care. I don't care. If I woke up tomorrow, that's the 150 answer. pounds later. That's the, that's the thing. I don't care. Exactly. We know you don't care. It's easier to stay the same and blame everyone else rather than take action. Of course you don't care because it's apathy. It's easier to not care. Isn't it? You don't have to do anything. You can just complain online and then poof, you don't even have to, you don't have to even move. You just hit your thumb on the record and speak bullshit. So you're blaming everyone else. You're blaming, I don't know, someone like myself that takes care of themselves and talks about getting people healthier. Oh, I'm perpetuating fat phobia. Look, I understand you don't want to lift any weights. I understand you don't want to go to the gym. I understand you don't want to give up your tasty treats. Okay, that's cool. It doesn't change reality, though. There, uh, nothing would change for me, personally. You'd be a lot healthier and happier. Nothing would change as far as how I live my life. Nothing's changing already because of how you live your life. You're already living your life with depravity. You're not taking care of yourself. That's why you're in this situation. Okay. How I operate, the things that I care about, because at the end of the day, 150 pounds later, I'd still be a fat bitch. If you lost 150 pounds and you're still a fat bitch, it's because you're probably 300 pounds overweight. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Wee. All right, let's do another one. Pick a number. One, two, three, or four. Matt Damon. What's in the box? All right. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit. Wipe in yoga. The galaxy of this sucks camel dicks. Just don't play into any of this nonsense, right? Fat phobia is not a real thing. Fat phobia is not a real thing. It's just this constructed boogeyman that you can point to so you don't have to try. I don't want to go to the gym. That's okay. You don't have to, but you're fat because you don't take care of yourself. You're obese because you don't take care of yourself. There's a reason why some people lose hundreds of pounds because they fucking work their ass off. <clears throat> you're not losing weight because you're trashing yourself and then blaming everyone else. We got mods in the chat. Take care of it. Take care of it, YouTube mods. Let's see, uh, Michelle, Michelle, number four. Michelle, number four. What's in the box? This is called, this is a stitch. It's called stitch, disability and fat phobia. Disability. Fat justice, fat positivity, and most of all, fat, fat revenge. If you follow my page, I assume oh! also care about disability rights and disability advocacy. Maybe you're disabled yourself. Maybe you're just working to unpack your ableism. As I have dived deeper into learning about disability history and disability rights over the last few years, I realized that ableism and fat phobia are flip sides of the same coin. 
I've been working really hard to unlearn the fephobic ideas that I have in my head ah. and also discuss the relationship between ableism, fat phobia, and white supremacy. There are few people <laughs> better equipped to discuss fat phobia than Fat Positive Fran, who I will be going live with tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific time. I'm really excited. Fran is a researcher. She has her PhD. This is the work she does. So we're going to be having some fun conversations, probably some educational conversations. I hope you tune in. The eyes, Chico. They never lie. If you're just listening, yeah, that's it. That's it. Not going to say anything about that. That's enough. That's enough right there. We're done. Oof, God, there's no saving any of this. Um, I'm just going to keep on crushing. We're going to do this one. Fat liberation not taken seriously. Let's What's go. And we'll get a throwback, all right? We'll get a throwback after this. Here we go. Sometimes I get so oh. frustrated that I feel like fat liberation isn't taken very seriously. It's not. It is life-threatening to fat No, it's not. Okay, fat liberation is not life-threatening to fat people. Sometimes I just get so frustrated that I feel like fat liberation isn't taken very seriously. Bingo. It's not because it's a fucking farce. It's retarded. Fat liberation. <laughs> fat liberation. It's not taken seriously. I wonder why. I wonder why. Because you say stupid fucking things. Of course it's not taken seriously. Liberate fat. It's called a belt. You can liberate it all you want. Loosen that shit. When it is life-threatening to fat people. Fat people face medical discrimination. And this means that there are times when they are not given medical treatment because they're told they need to lose weight first. Probably because their symptoms or their issues would fucking dissipate if they actually took care of their health and lost extra body fat. That's probably why. There are times symptoms are overlooked because of their weight. Because... They're masked because you don't take care of it. Look, if you actually took care of yourself, you wouldn't have a lot of these symptoms and issues. You're blaming things after the fact, like you trash your health and then, oh, but it's their fault. They didn't. You fucking didn't take care. Take some responsibility for what you put yourself through. <clears throat> there are times when doctors are just flat out rude to them because of their rate, which makes them not go to the doctor, which makes those health problems just fester. It's dangerous. Fat people make less money than their counterparts. Can you imagine the actual data on this? Fat people make less money on their counterparts. I guarantee it's because you take more sick days or they don't put as enough enough work or they don't like nonsensical. I guarantee it's all linked to like how much actual work you do. Same thing with like, oh, well, women make less money than men. Well, women are also not doing the same types of jobs that make the most money. They're not, they're taking time off. They're having kids. So like you extrapolate all this data and you equalize for all those things. And then you realize like, oh, it's not. Fat people are less likely to receive promotions and all of these things can really inhibit a fat person's way of life. They're probably not getting promotions because they're probably not as good of an employee or they don't work as hard or they don't have as much the same output. That's probably much more of the reason. It's hard. And fat people fight the stigma against them in their body that's saying that their body is a moral failing, that they're a person with no willpower. And that is dangerous and needs to be taken seriously. You know what? This is like one of those things that you'll say is like, 
you're calling me a bad person. It's moral. Well, you're trashing your body, the only one that you have. You obviously don't have discipline. You obviously don't take care of your physical self. You don't. So whether or not you want to consider that a moral failing, that's on you. But the objective fact remains like you're not taking care of yourself. And that's a result of your personal actions. That they're a person with no willpower. I think you're just saying a word that is vague, willpower, discipline, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you don't. How do I know this? Because look, you don't go to the gym. You don't eat quality food. You don't take care of yourself. You don't take care of yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't have anything to complain about. Um, it's dangerous. and needs to be taken seriously. You need to take care of yourself. Yeah, you're going to have health problems if you don't take care of yourself. Anyone shocked? Anyone shocked? Now, once you've had sex with the woman, she will naturally start to depend uh -huh. on you. Okay? All women do this. <laughs> So that's, that, that's just nonsense. Again, this is just self-hatred and not liking what you see in the mirror. And I get it. You don't like the way you look. I understand that. But you're projecting that kind of insecurity onto other people and pretending like everyone's against you. You're just against yourself. And if you weren't against yourself, you would actually invest in your health. But you hate yourself, so you're just avoiding looking yourself in the mirror and realizing it's you. It's you. It's your responsibility. It's your fault. Take care of it. Take care of it. All right, let's do a throwback. Here we go. Throwback time. Okay, here we go. Let's get into today's throwback. Let's see what we got here. Oh, it's a juicy one. Correlation is not causation, and medical science is not based on personal anecdotes. Oh, shit. In reality, mm -hmm. health is influenced by many factors. Uh, she's going to read Wikipedia. Genetics, uh. behavior. And did you notice how it says behavior instead of body size? Because regardless of what diet culture has led us to believe, what? things like eating more vegetables or getting your body moving are going to be beneficial to you regardless of if they result in a change in your body size. All it has ever done is fuck up my relationship with food and my body. That's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> also, why do you care if strangers are healthy? Because it affects my taxes. There are plenty of bodies of all sizes that are not capable of being healthy. What? what? There are plenty of bodies of all sizes that are incapable of being healthy? Tell me something else that makes less sense than that. You're just a fat phobe. Um, I missed the last second. You're just a fat phobe. I'm not a fat phobe. You're just a fat fuck. Oh, dang. Matt Damon. <laughs> All right, fam. We have an amazing overtime segment that's going to start right now. We have three brand new balls deep edits just like that. We have a throwback driving while gaining. We have a brand new one. Let's fucking get after it. Yesterday's roundtable is now available inside Swole TV. And of course, um, we are going into the Daily Swole Telegram chat right about now. Before we go, before we give away the Swole card. Just want to remind you, use code SWOLS. Uh, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. We have here. Right now, you can go to papaswolio.com and check out the apparel. Use code USA to save 20% off all 4th of July merch. Use code USA. Check out the brand new designs. Make America swole. We got water bottles. We got mugs. Everything in the 4th of July collection. Use code USA for 20% off. Go and check it out. All right, let's get into the swole card. What we got here? Who's got the fef card today? Let's fucking go. Falcon. 
Faf. Faf. Oh, missed it. All right, one more. One more time. Scrolling up. Who's got a Faf? Who's got a Faf? Who's got a Faf? got a winner the fefcast is going to jeff who's jeff congratulations it is jeff all right jeff with the jeep i suppose all right jefe uh send us an email to support at swolnormous.com swole card 2597 the subject your mailing address in the body of the email i will see the swole card congratulations jeff all right all right inconceivable Who's Jeff? I don't know. But Jeff won. Very vague. All right, we got overtime, so if you've never, Jeff, who dat? It's you, Beesh. Who you? If you want to get into the overtime, remember, you have to go to your homepage when you log in and get in on the Daily Soul Telegram chat. That's where we're going to stream it. Inside the Daily Soul Telegram chat, we got overtime. That's where we are going to throw it down. Just log into your homepage. Do you remember? You go to your Get Started series. Explains everything right there on your homepage. You have the Daily Soul Telegram chat. It's all there. Over time, everyone can head on into the Daily Soul Telegram chat right now. Yeah, I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these right in your suckle. Is there anything I can do to work on that? No, so you not really. It's your face. Don't be so bashful. Good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Fucking people. I like to caress rusty spoons. just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Fancy, fancy.
Ooh, coast to coast, fucking nailed it, fam wise. We are ready. We are ready for OT. It's gonna be awesome driving. While gaining is going down right now. Tomorrow we'll be back for Swole Slut Saturday, 2598. So head on into the Daily Soul Telegram chat right now. We will get started in two minutes. Thanks for being here. Peace, McGee, Stoops, Magoose, your boy, Papa Swilio. Oh, 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 oh. Out.